0: Welcome to, You Wear It Well. Hi, I'm your host, Jeff Heiserman, physical therapist and founder and CEO of Spectrum Ergonomics and Occupational Health Services. We're at the intersection of fashion and technology, otherwise known as wearables. We look at the people, products, and research that make up this exciting world of wearables. Are you a fashion designer, electrical engineer, or someone with the dream of designing a wearable? Apply for membership to my LinkedIn group page, Biotech Fashion, and join in the discussion. Spectrum Ergonomics and Occupational Health Services provides a broad array of design and engineering professionals for your wearable project. We feature the following design specialties pattern making, digital textile, athletic wear, sensor, fashion, exoskeleton, robotics, and mechatronics. We also offer beta testing of your wearable in our private clinic. You choose the demographics and sample size, send us the sample, and we take care of the rest. For more information, go to www.SpectrumErgonomics.com for more information. welcome you back to another episode of you wear it well and on today's show i'm going to be talking about a very interesting article from electronics journal from 2022 and i thought it would be really good to take a look at the field as a whole and this article is on smart e-textile systems and it's a review for healthcare applications so fascinating article gives me an opportunity to step back and take a look at the big picture. Because most of the episodes I have focus on companies and maybe one or two things that they're doing. But this article takes the big picture, capital P for picture. So e-textiles we see are becoming more and more of a hybrid field with the help of the integration of some electronic components into our daily usage of the textile products. So, these wearable e textiles give us user defined applications as well as normal textile clothing. And as we talk about quite a bit on the show, the medical field is probably one of the most popular places for e textiles. And these new hybrid products are being implemented at a relatively faster pace now than five or ten years ago. And there's some relatively mature products that can be observed in the laboratory as well as I have discussed with you the listeners for the past few years as well as we've also talked about some that are already out in the commercial market. So these products are being developed for a continuous patient monitoring in a large-scale hospital centers as well as for customized patient requirements. So more and more we'll hear in upcoming episodes about the RPM or remote patient monitoring as that has become basically an object of our realization here in the medical world as we struggle with keeping enough workers to be able to keep hospitals open. And we have to just face the reality that the amount of students going into the medical field is decreasing. So we really are facing a reality that we may not like, but we're gonna to need to do something so we can still provide care and still monitor patients, even though we won't be able to see them on a regular basis because of the shortage of workers. So these products are also being utilized for complex medical treatments and for the replacement of conventional methods. So. We, Even in the world where we have adequate amount of medical professionals at a particular facility, these wearables still play a very big role. So this manuscript contains a basic overview of the e-textile systems for their components, their applications, and their usages in the field of medical innovations. E-textile systems being integrated into customized products for medical needs, are also discussed with their proposed properties and limitations. And at the end, some recommendations to enhance e-textile systems integration into the medical field are discussed. And I think it's high time that we do take a look at that in the medical field and a very serious look and get on board now so that we can start to work ourselves as medical professionals into that mode that most of us, if not all of us are really not comfortable with at all. So modernization and digitization of these wearables and this technology in general are enhancing human life expectancy as we now really have better resources to help fight diseases and, and also to detect them at the early stages as we've seen with some of the products and also some of the lab testing that we've heard about over the last few years of this podcast, novel techniques too, and some user defined products are very attractive for people for the facilitation of their daily lives. So classic example is a mobile and internet industry. Currently mobile phones are not only for communication such as calling or messaging, but also related to daily life activities, banking services, fitness, health monitoring activities. So the whole idea of wearing cloth, started with the cultural evolution of the purpose of covering body parts. However, with time textiles are now not only used for wearing purposes, but have multiple value added options. So in taking a look at the current market competition, the desire to attract more customers in the integration of multiple user defined requirements into basically a a conventional textile is often indispensable. Initially, these concepts started as medical industry products, And then there were integrated sensors in the undergarments that used to investigate different diseases. Well, nonetheless, they're not limited to this field only. So at the moment, user-defined textile wearables are widely involved in numerous fields, such as medical, sports, military, and also different defense-related projects. So modifications and additions have been changed, and thus the approaches too have changed for using and developing these wearable textiles. So these modifications include the addition of passive or active sensors, actuators, etc. These help to detect the required changes and further to respond accordingly if required. So these added components can be textile based or non-textile based, such as the textile industry is now a combination of a subject of different industries in order to satisfy these user defined functionalities. We've talked about many times before multipurpose and improved functional textiles may compose one or several textiles or some non textile smart components. That were integrated by different available techniques, such as weaving knitting embroidery sewing, etc. So based on these requirements, these components can include sensors actuators antennas processing units, energy storage, production and harvesting, and power transmitting devices. So these actuated and advanced wearable textiles are usually named smart textiles. Wearable electronics, e-textiles, smart clothing, textronics, etc. So this article basically is going to take a look at the definition of smart textiles with regards to e-textile systems and e-medical slash healthcare textile systems, what is starting to emerge as H2H, hospital to home. So based on their usage, different healthcare e-textile categories are, will be explained in detail with particular examples. So let's talk about what are smart textiles. We hear about it all the time, but basically the history of it is shape memory materials basically began in the 1960s and then we started to have intelligent polymeric gels in the 1970s. And so when we take a look at these two decades, we generally will accept those as the birth of smart textiles. However, the word smart material was first introduced in Japan in 1989. And the first textile material in history that, in retrospect, was started way, way back in silk yarn. But this smart textile was then given the name smart textile in 1989. So silk yarn has a shape memory capacity. And although intelligent materials were first introduced in textiles in the late 1990s, the first textile electronics, semiconductive components, were acknowledged into the early 2000s. So smart textiles can be defined as textiles that can sense and respond to stimuli from the external environment. Now, they may be divided into two classes, such as passive and active smart textiles. Passive smart textiles can change their properties according to environmental stimulation. Shape memory materials, hydrophobic or hydrophilic textiles, etc. They make up part of this category. So active smart textiles generally contain sensors and actuators to connect to Internal parameters that will then be transmitted as a message, usually through Bluetooth, usually to a cloud, through a smartphone or laptop. They can detect s- different signals from the outer environment, such as temperature, light intensity, pollution, etc. They can also choose how to react. And finally, act using various textile based, flexible, or miniaturized actuators, such as textile displays. Micro vibrating devices, LEDs, etc. So, this reaction can be carried out locally, for example, through electronic devices such as textile electronics, or those that are embedded in the smart textile structures, or perhaps remotely, if the smart textile is wirelessly connected to external clouds that contain a database. So, let's take a look at the e textile system itself. And unconditionally, it may be stated that all t- Textiles can be considered as smart textiles. So, when we say e textiles, now we just consider them as smart textiles. However, not all smart textiles need to be e textiles. According to the definition of several authors, an e textile can be defined as a textile structure, such as fiber, yarn, fabric, or a finished product, permanently integrated, sewn or attached, etc with electronic and or electronic functionality. Theoretically, the e-textile system is complex with different inputs from the textile, wearable electronics and computing to develop the hybrid system. And then we'll take a look next at the e-medical healthcare e-textile systems. And so changes in human habits and the demand for user-defined facilities have increased with the importance of e-textile systems in the normal textile market. So medical e-textiles were really the first area where smart textile products were introduced. Since then, the e-textile market has significantly improved for many applications in fitness monitoring, wireless communications and defense purposes. So the progressive development of the integration of electronic systems into textiles for e-textile systems and their applications has increased consumer awareness in this newly emerging field which has witnessed quite a growing investment in the e-textiles and their associated industry. So as a result, this progress ultimately reduced the manufacturing cost and increased the ease of access to these emerging e-textile systems for customers. But it is a little too early to state that e-textile systems are comprehensively integrated into the Internet of Things infrastructure, but it's working their way there. So there's still room for improvements in terms of security, safety, and reliability to guarantee the Internet of Things nodes for wearable e-textile products. So as the progression moves along to infrastructures and standardizations, we will see more products in the market and ultimately a neat growth rate. So a survey conducted by Markets and Markets claims that the global wearable health market is projected to reach 46.6 billion U.S. dollars in 2025. In the wearable electronic market, still a large portion is captured by wearable gadgets, platforms that include AI and 5G. So smart clothing and e-textile medical systems are gaining rapid acceptance of customers through this adoption of these pl- wearable platforms and AI and 5G. But also there's an enhanced acceptance of home healthcare devices of the customers, which we've talked about many a time on the show. If these wearables are easy to put on, if they don't look like they're medical clothing, then people are more likely to use them. So the medical field was one of the first fields where E-textile integration started initially, so nowadays we can see many products related to the medical field that use electronic structures. Wearable healthcare devices can typically be divided into two categories: diagnostic and monitoring devices, and therapeutic devices. So these categories are explained in further detail and further on in the paper. So if we take a look at wearable healthcare devices, let's we'll take a look at the diagnostic and monitoring devices. And for instance, we would wanna monitor vital signs, heart rate, blood pressure, or blood glucose, or sleep monitoring, or fetal monitoring and obstetric devices that women would wear during pregnancy, and neuromonitoring devices as well. Therapeutic devices would be the rehabilitation devices that people would wear for their therapy programs or their home exercise programs in relation to their therapy programs. Respiratory therapy devices that monitor oxygen levels that would measure respiratory rate. Pain management devices that would be able to stimulate muscles and even brain stimulation that would help to manage your pain, as well as insulin pumps for diabetics. So in taking a look at these diagnostic and monitoring devices, they're usually vital sign monitoring devices, as we discussed previously. And the market continues to grow for these particular devices. And I think they will continue to grow at a fairly rapid rate. But I think from a medical standpoint, I think we're going to see that market grow very, very large, probably in the 10 to 15-year range as it there is a learning curve that those of us in the medical field will have to attain before they'll be used on a very systemic basis. But I think as the younger generation that's involved in the medical field continues to move forward, there'll be more of a natural inclination to want to use them. So let's talk a little bit about the research that's going on, which we touch on with specific companies on the podcast. The use of these these textile-based sensors in daily life are definitely increasing based on their different applications, including physical and biomechanical, as well as biochemical sensing. So one common example is the flexible stretchable stress strain sensor. So the impact of stress on a textile fabric or the amount of recovery against it can be detected and recorded using these sensors. So conductive coated knitted fabrics are commonly available on the market. Graphene coated fabrics and carbon nanotube base fabrics are also available on the market. So pressure sensors are also another form of textile based sensor. They can be resistive pressure sensors or capacitive pressure sensors. Temperature sensors can also be used and are being used so quite widely in the smart textile industry. These sensors can be integrated into the system or may be applied independently for some specific applications. So these sensing mechanisms may be piezoelectric, piezoresistive, or capacitive sensing, and they are used for inpatient or routine tracking of different medical-based sensing, which we would soon to be calling it more the H2H market, which some of you may be familiar with already. So real-time tracking of electrocardiogram data can be used to alert the patient before there's a fatal mishap, such as stroke or heart attack, thus the life can be saved. So that is an example of what we're seeing in the research right now. And we've discussed some of those type of research products already on the show and are quite fascinating what they can do and what they can prevent, as a matter of fact. So that field is continuing to grow and is quite exciting. So some of the therapeutic devices that are being utilized offer some different techniques that are practiced for disease treatment and these advancements have impacted a great deal in the modern healthcare system. We have optical fiber-based smart textiles being used for treatments for different diseases. Wavelength selection is a major factor for light therapy treatments. As the light and wavelength is changed, it modifies the light penetration into human skin tissues. There's also a woven brace It goes into a device that is in giving off three-dimensional low-wavelength therapy. And the researchers claim that this created a stable operating temperature and optical power density for continuous treatment up to 10 hours without any damage in contact with human skin. And polymer optical fibers, about 250 nanometers, were utilized for these experiments. So we can see that we're certainly moving further into the light wave therapy and that has a lot of promise to it which will continue to be in the experimental mode for many years to come but I think along the way we'll see them actually getting to the market. And then we can start to take a look further into the whole idea of the challenges as we're already seeing some challenges, I think as we become more experiencing of the wow factor of these things, we have a tendency to not see their shortcomings. So once we get them into use on a regular basis, I think we're going to start to see some limitations and thus there will be some challenges for those that have developed them or those that will take those developed e-textiles or smart textiles and then be charged with making improvements. One of the big things that we're taking a look at currently is washability and reliability facing wearable textiles. Various prototypes, shirts, socks are available in the market and they are quote successful in meeting the user requirements. However, they're lacking in the terms of washability and wash reliability. So wash reliability depends on the proper functioning of the complete e-textile system after the predefined number of wash cycles so different standards are available for textile wash protocols however they cannot work for e-textile products special precautions should be adopted for electronic textile washability so unfortunately there's not much work that's been focused on the reliability issues of healthcare wearable e-textile systems and for this reason the authors cannot really see many products that are available on the market right now that are showing a high level of reliability. Now in the medical world we need a very very high degree of reliability because whether we make the decisions on what to do with the data coming in from the patient sensors in the clothes or AI is going to make the decisions we have to really really make sure there's a high level of reliability or else we may miss something and that could lead to adverse reactions in the patient or maybe even death. So some researchers have performed the washing reliability experiments for their products. However, the reliability issues are still a major hurdle for these products. So a lot of things we take for granted, such as just washing our clothes and them not wearing out. We have to take a really strong look at medical wearables and their washability, which is something that some of the companies are taking a look at concurrently while they are also working on their electronics. So that will continue to be a hurdle to clear once they're even in prototype phase or beta testing phase or while they're being studied. So the whole area of healthcare and medical treatment devices is rapidly growing. And in conclusion, the authors state that more and more we're seeing textile structures as substrates or even active systems. So several issues still have to be addressed amongst them, the reliability and washability of the e-textile systems as being the most important right now. So currently activities leading to the establishment of the wearable e-textile standards and testing methods are intensely being driven. Several groups are working on a global level to help the electronics industry to better design and produce their components and devices to make them compatible with the soft lightweight textile structures and their specific uses in the field of medical, and healthcare systems. So this review article was basically taking a look at a better understanding of these challenges and also issues that must be taken into account and addressed by both textile and electronics companies in order to produce a reliable and helpful e-textile medical devices and symptoms. And I know that I've had several guests on the show that have brought that whole topic to light when it comes to washability. And I think as we move further with the podcast shows over the next few years, we're going to see more and more of these companies being able to demonstrate a high level of washability, perhaps hundreds of washes, before the internal structures such as sensors will wear to the point where they're no longer functional. And I think we may even start to see the functionality improving where these sensors can then be replaced whether it be sewing in a new patch over the area or snapping on or taping on with some sort of adhesive on the back. So this could be replaced again and again through the fabric. But I think the mother of invention is going to be necessity, of course. So I think we're going to see when it becomes a necessity that these garments be washed hundreds of times, especially if we're looking at somebody that's on the younger side and is going to be more active. It would be a cardiac monitoring shirt that this individual would possibly have for a number of years. Or would we expect a shirt to have to be purchased every year? That's something I think durability along with washability is a factor we're just not quite looking at yet but i think once these products do come to the market for long-term use in monitoring people i think we're going to start seeing that the durability is going to be an issue and so i think playing out this whole idea of how do we replace the sensors or the electronics may be something that again in the next 10 or 15 years we might see a better use of replacement of those pieces or components versus buying an entirely new pair of pants or, or shirt. Are you a startup? Wearable company? Don't know where quite to go from here? Well, you have the questions, and Spectrum Ergonomics has the answers. Go to our company website at www.spectrumergonomics.com and click on the link, wearables. There you'll find a wide variety of services and other contractors that we work with to help make your product become a reality. We're here to help you through process of iteration to packaging and beyond. Hey, if you're a startup wearable company, and you'd like to be able to get your information on this podcast, Please contact me at my company website, www.spectrumergonomics.com. I'd love to be able to feature a little bit about what you're doing to let the world know about your wearable. Well, thanks for joining me at the intersection of fashion and technology. And may you wear it well.